millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to the most fraudulent F1 podcast with Dan, a.k.a. Engine Mode 11. I secretly moonlight as hell with Marco at race weekends. And Blake, a.k.a. Break. Echo chambers of farts and idiots on Twitter after races. It's the Engine Breaking F1 podcast. Oh my goodness. Welcome Boom. to the No China Grand Prix Break Um this is take three of the podcast now after loads of technical difficulties. We've, you can see if you're watching this on video, we've got a guest today. We'll get to him in a second. But uh, I'm, my name is Blake, a.k.a. Break, and I am joined by Engine Mode 11, a.k.a. Dan, my uh, internet husband and uh, fraudulent co-host of this terrible podcast. The, probably the least wheel knowledge formula podcast on the internet. And we are joined today by Jake, a.k.a. JP1Design. Welcome, dude. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Good to see the pair of you. Um, because I, I tend to see I tend to see you, Blake. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I, I think I saw Dan one time in in my building. <laughs> yeah, and that was that was like yeah, it was like a it was like a passing. Hmm, nice beard, man. And that was kind of, that Cheers, was kind of lad. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're the dude that's always in trouble on Twitter, aren't you? But yeah, you're, you're probably wondering how do Jake and Dan know each other? Well, uh, we all used to work at Red Bull once upon a time, and I think over the last. 12, 14 months, we've all kind of moved on. So we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, what do we, what do we got going on tonight, Dan? What's, what's the sketch? What's the sitch? Uh, I just thought we would uh, talk some bullshit, really, with a uh, another former former Red Bull employee. You know, we had a week off. We enjoyed our week off. Uh, you went touring around the country in the back of a van. Yeah, it was great. Um, it which was is great. just as dodgy as it sounds. It, it it was pretty sketchy. Uh, enjoyed some nice beers. Um, what about what about you? You done you done some gardening today? I've done some gardening. Jake, did you do any gardening today? Did I do, in spirit, 
I yeah, did okay, gardening. Cool. I appreciate I reached that. out and felt the tremor in the force, and I knew that Dan was gardening. So, Better yep. pick up the shears, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. Uh, oh well, why don't why don't we get into it? Because we we don't have a race. There's no race this weekend. We've just had uh, IndyCar. We've had Portimao. Uh, well done, uh, Seb. Uh, my, my my boy Boemi's just got that dub. Um, Jake Dennis is out in the Nordschleife doing some laps. I, he just posted a picture, and it was said, uh, "Houston, we have a problem." I'm like, mate, it's Houston, you goober. <laughs> but this thing, this BMW, was literally. Three wheels in the air with the right rear wheel barely touching on the north side. I was like, God, that, that gets me that gets me excited. So that's that's happening. Uh, we got IndyCar, Portimao, some Nordschleife, some uh, GT Legends. And uh, we've got another weekend off before we get back to well done back here. Mm. Yeah, we're supposed before- to be racing in China today, weren't we? Yeah. I missed that track, honestly. Mm. I, I like it was like I've been to that event like five times. It was fun, but I, the, the track's awesome. The track mm. is super cool. Like the, the grandstands are completely empty half the time, and down around the hairpin at the end of the track, it's like it's just like they bannered it up with um, advertising because there's nobody there. But that circuit is actually badass. We've had some spectacular races there. It's it's the time zone difference. That's why. It, mm. <sighs> Mm, you know, like, mm, mm, mm. yeah, Man, God forbid I have to change my schedule to yeah, accommodate dear. another race. How That's dear. not how it works. All right, well, it's gone. It's gone, and it might come back next year. But anyway, why don't we? Um, why don't we get into it? Let's talk. Let's talk about you a little bit. And what interesting your your username JP One Design. Your name's Jake. Mm-hmm. But why why'd you go with that username? Because um, you're getting death threats. Oh god, yeah, so many death threats. Um, death threats, um, fight promoters were coming in and sort of saying, Hey, do you wanna do you wanna get the bag? And yeah, I was you're like, just mm. trying to punch up. Yeah, yeah. I, I was having like twelve year olds sort of piping up because you know there was um, you know, all these YouTube celebrity boxing matches, you know, do you wanna get involved? And I was like, Well, I've only got like a thousand like subscribers, like I'm if I kind of hit the big time, yeah. No, I mean, if 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 you don't know, um, now you're gonna know. Um, JP is short for uh, Jacques de Paul, um, we also known as Jake Paul in English and not uh, you know, pig French. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, great, lovely, lovely set of circumstances that is. I mean, oh, do, do you know what's funny? I once ordered something, this is when I was working at F1, I ordered something on eBay and uh, I got a part, I get the parcel come through and on the back, the guy had written YouTuber with a question mark because he said Jake Paul on it. And I, like, I was like, oh, so funny. So oh my god is it youtuber uh maybe one day but not right now bro no no yeah wrong guy wrong guy wrong, like, wrong. Hey, call him back like lo- i'd love to take you out you want to buy me dinner we can chat sometime yeah 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 i'll hook you <laughs> up with all the prime all the prime <laughs> free, bro. free dinner no, but um no. so so for those of you guys that do know um jake's pretty notorious motorsport graphic designer also absolute absolutely spectacular um but for those of you that don't know how he got there and what he's been doing in the meantime and the whole backstory, why don't you uh, start us off? Where did where did your career start in the professional world before motorsport? Oh, way back, no, um, yeah, no. I started off in it, working in law. Like I, I'm like I've got a law background, which is like super boring. But at the time, um, you know, like you're kind of thinking about money um when you're back in college you think not necessarily thinking about like what am i 
good at or <laughs> what, what do I like? Yeah. yeah, no, no, you're thinking like, right, doctor, uh, yeah, you know, like doctor, lawyer. I mean, it was kind of like, like I'm stupid. I'm not going to get a doctor. I'd never be a doctor. Lawyer, I might be able to talk my way into. It's about <sighs> talking. So I was like, all right, cool, I'll do that. I'm just going to blag it. All right. No, but let's, exactly. Let's... Exactly. And then, and then obviously you've got like, you. I have, um, you know, my parents at the time were like, you know, wanting to sort of, you know, hey, we want to tell our friend. Obviously, don't have this conversation, but they want to tell their friends, you know, you know, Jake's going. Jake's going to yeah, hit the big time. This is the, the big, big time, guy. baby. Um, yeah. So obviously, I kind of like fell into sort of being like, yeah, yeah, I'll take law. I'll take law. I'll be great at that. Um, I was okay at it. I'll give, I'll give myself some credit. I was okay yeah. at it. Um, on. Went into that. Hated every waking second of my existence doing that. I mean, yeah, no, just I'm not bad that life. I just I got there and I realized I didn't care half as much as the other people did Ooh, about okay. being there. Which yeah. you know, I was just it's like, not a good recipe whatever. for anything, is it? No, 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 not at all. I mean, you know, you you need to think about what it is that you actually enjoy doing because you know, if you go into a job, you're going to be spending how many hours of your day, of your week, doing something that you're not particularly bothered about. So, yeah. Um, it was in law, um, then I jumped over to banking because I figured, hey, um, I seem to just thrive in a corporate environment. Yeah. Why don't I go to another one? Suit me up. Exactly. So um, I went into that. I hated that even more because I was just spreadsheets and it was PPI. Um, I love and- spreadsheets, though. Hell yeah. Oh, bro, that's the dead Spreadsheets. Time. Spreadsheets. Is, if Sabu's in chat, Sabu knows what's about that spreadsheet life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I get that. So, so obviously something clicked at some point and you're like i gotta do something else yeah, yeah yeah like i had this um i had this boss who everything was like a football analogy but they were like really complex football analogies that like even diehard football fans like in like the team and the wider sort of working teams would sort of kind of go well where is he going with this He'd be like, yeah so you know if if you imagine guys that like uh, wolves are in a three five two and we're 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 gonna go up we're gonna you know we're gonna pinch we're gonna pitch the opposing center and everyone's like what like this it's like eight fifty-eight, bro. Like I, we haven't even had coffee. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> don't so, come at me with that shit. Yeah, yet, it was just, it's, you know, it's stuff like that. I was just kind of like, I, I don't care. Like I just, this is not what like is giving me vibes. Um, and if I'm honest as well, like the mental health hit, it, it sort of took on me at the time as well because everything's targets, which yeah. is um. You Not should great. be a content creator, dude. It would be great. Bro, yeah. Like, totally. It's a good idea. It's totally. totally a good idea. You should totally do that. <laughs> to- totally different, right? Um, so it was, it was all about targets. And I, again, when you're doing something you're not bothered about, it's really hard to motivate yourself into that. So um, I'd actually been a graphic designer for a short amount of time when I was at university. And I was like, there's one job that I know I could do and, you know, care and about. The, and that you, you knew that you enjoyed it exactly like i i would go home and um i had to like kind of like relearn how to do a lot of stuff because i hadn't done it in in like several years i I forgot what photoshop was and you know i was so used to spreadsheets spreadsheets are shit um i'm gonna fight you after this we're gonna have to have a boxing match i think you could take me you got you got some reach you some high i I got i got reach i'll give you that my wingspan is crazy i i i challenge you to trial by combat and i nominate dan to fight you for the for the glory of the spreadsheet no i'm a lover not a fighter 
I don't know. Dan could just give a look, and I would just kind of go like, "No, nah, you know what?" Powerfully built. Yeah, I've got like a really bad resting bitch face and a really miserable sounding voice, but honestly, I'm really happy. Like on the inside, I'm in joyous. Inside. No, I know, I know. Un so, unreal, unreal. So, so long story short, fuck a spreadsheet, and you, mm -hmm. you, you dabbled in the uh, design arts, and that was one of those things. It was like the passion. So. So talk us like fast forward us through uh, like the, 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 the motorsport bit. Like what, mm. how did like, the collision of Jake from fuck a spreadsheet to yeah. Uh, right. So basically, long story short, I I leave banking. I I quit on the spot. I'm like, right, this is just too much now. Like I'm I am done. Um, I I leave there. I tell my parents that like oh I've got a job lined up, which was a complete lie. And I spent two months in my bedroom, basically having to like remember how to like be a graphic designer. I don't know how, anything about portfolios or uh, any of that stuff, or how to interview as a graphic designer, or do a deck or anything like that. Nothing, nothing. So I basically kind of like YouTube, online courses, whatever it is, like just trying to absorb as much as possible, build a portfolio, and then like just see what happens. I get a job yeah. at um, an independent shoe company. Um, my corporate ass rolls up to like this really swanky. Um, shoe independent like shoe company in, in like Shoreditch which is like super hipster yeah. and you know, they're wearing combat shorts and flip-flops and I roll through <laughs> the door wearing a full you know three-piece suit and you know like laptop and they're, they're like pocket watch and everything like yeah, yeah I mean I, they opened the door and they thought I was like trying to sell them something I was like no no I'm here for an interview and by this point I'd legitimately I mean, I'm sure every time I get asked this, the number changes, but we are talking hundreds and hundreds of applications because obviously I'm some dickhead with no, ex you know, I've got no experience yeah. being a graphic designer. Go in there, dude gives me a shot. Um, he gives me a week trial, do the week trial, um, get a job out of it. And then I work there and that was kind of my foot in the door. Yep. Blow my ACL out playing American football, lose my job as a result because I couldn't get to the office anymore. And they just were like, I can't be bothered. Yeah, oh, I know about that. Dude, it was bad. It was really bad. Um, um, that's that's because you called it football. What American football? Yeah, you did. You can't use. Yeah, that but like, because, mm, I, I will call it American football. I don't know. I, I will sometimes switch to soccer, depending yeah. like if okay. who I'm talking to, because Dan, I've got to kind of differentiate. Like, I, if if anybody's looking, Dan just shakes his head when anyone when calls Jake said soccer. Anyone calls it soccer, I, then I'm throwing down. Honestly. Oh, so are, oh, oh, oh we are fighting then. We are yeah, fighting. Let's yeah. go. Let's okay. go. Steve Lidge FC, we'll do it there. All right, yep. Hell yeah. But, uh, right, who guys. is it? Oh um Creed Four, baby. Oh the Irish traveller boxer, what's his name? Tyson Fury. Oh, Tyson Fury, yeah. Yeah. He rocked up there to watch a boxing match at Stevenage once in a Ferrari, which I thought was really weird and surreal. <laughs> so yeah. It's kind of badass though. Yeah, yeah. Steamage has got quite a big um, traveller community as well, and it's like the outskirts, a couple of static sites and things like that. So they were loving it. But yeah, the, there you the, go. That's the, my the random. OG shows up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was my random. You know what? Random hit him up on Twitter. Get him. Get him. Get him in the ring. Get him to back you up. Who Tyson Fury? Yeah. Fucking. Yeah, have gonna... you seen the size of him? Yeah, he's, no, makes he's, me he's look gonna, small. Is he retired now? Oh, I don't know. He might have like put the weight back on and really generate the power. <laughs> I'm talking myself into a fight now. So, I? so you you guys aren't going to fight. We're not going to call it soccer no, 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 for the rest of the no, podcast. Well, I'll try not to. I'll try. Not but let's. To. So, how did how did you end up? How did you end up working in Formula One? Because I think that's like a, people are like where where are we going with this? And where so, are we going? We're, um, we're here. We're here. The future yeah, so, is now. 
uh yeah so i've blown my i've blown my knee out it's christmas time as well so it's like super depressing um and then i go uh I, you know i'm applying for jobs again this time it's slightly better because i've actually got a portfolio and i've actually yep. got like i'm halfway decent i guess um and then i get a call off a recruiter who's like hey man um like i've been trying to like fill this role for a while it's with a sports agency sweet cool sounds great to me american football no football Ball? No, uh, I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, these are sports I'm not like, you know, these are sports yeah. I care about. It, it was like, what, what, what is there? It's like Formula <laughs> One. I'm like, who watches this? Like, it's just they go around. It's like, because to me, my only exposure to F1 prior to working in it in 2017 was like watching the Schumacher Invitational. Like, yeah. when I'd be trying to like skip through the channels on a Sunday, like what? <laughs> well, that's channel. What is it like ITV? So you'd be like, oh, ITV is out of action for the next like two hours, three yeah, hours. Yeah, exactly right. Going to be on. So um, anyway, I go to the interview. I'm like, rah, I'm going to see, just you know, go there for the experience. Got yeah, the job. Yeah, and I mean, this this agency, they were doing stuff with um, Hilton was like one of their main sort of um, clients and partners. So I ended up yep. watching the 2017 Australian Grand Prix, which was my first race. And I've heard all this stuff about McLaren. I mean, I'm in the interview, by the way, and they're like, oh, you know, what do you know about F1? And I'm like, so Lewis Hamilton still a thing? Like, I, oh, I don't know. Like, is, is he there? Is, I feel like he's there. Yeah. And um, they're like, yeah, it's hopeless. Oh, dude. I'm, I mean, but the, I think ultimately, kind of, it boiled down to if you're because I mean, we repeated again later on when I joined F1 in that because I don't have like I'm not going to turn around and sort of say, oh my god, like I have such sentimental like memories of like monaco or something i yeah. i'm not bound by it and likewise like i'll kind of think outside the box just because i don't know what the box is like i, I don't yeah. know what that looks like uh, etc so um they gave me the job and it was just a case of like learning as fast as possible like what's going on you know i was sort of yeah. like what's mclaren like tell me more yeah, about like this team putting the context all together yeah I didn't, exactly I didn't... So I didn't realize you were like quite late into the sport because like 2017 for a lot of people listening to this now, probably uh, like 2017 feels like an eternity ago for a lot of people. It does, yeah. You it know, does. Especially the, a lot of people have come on board with Drive to Survive and everything else. But dude, Do you I know how mad I was when I got context and found out 2016 up until 2021 was like the greatest year for like the longest time. Like obviously Lewis versus Nico. Yeah. And I'm like... I missed Why? what? Like you missed that? This wasn't on the news. I like I don't like wow. How did yeah? So it here's what it is. I end up watching that back, but yeah, it was just a case of learning as much as possible about you know F one, the industry, sport. How does that all kind of work? And luckily for me, the guys I was working with, um, you know, shout out to to Ryan and Derek who definitely aren't watching this because they're uh, boomers, but they they gave me a crash course in what it is to be like a professional graphic designer. A graphic designer in sport and then i've kind of carried that on so you know, fast cool. forward went from the agency had a sabbatical from sport because i needed to buy a house and i needed a pay rise i wasn't getting in the agency came back to sport worked for formula one um over covid then went to the uh, infamous oracle red bull racing and never heard of find myself never heard of them um washed uh, and now find myself uh at silverstone circuits that is that is fucking wacky man so it's just like it's been like everything so you've gone uh, outside of graphic design, graphic mm -hmm. design for an agency, graphic design for Formula One, for a team, and now for another circuit or another part of the industry. You can't yeah, yeah. But well, I mean, I think on the uh, F1 graphic designer Thanos rings, I think the only one I've got left is media. 
like if I worked for Ooh, Sky, BBC, yeah, or, or something like that. Yeah, oh, and then I, I think you, that would be the full the full package. Someone yeah, needs to go to Sky and stop them from deep frying all the images they post online. Yeah, uh, please saturation. People 11. tag me in though sometimes, and act like I did it. And I'm like, why would I don't I don't own graphic design in Formula One. Yeah, but <laughs> but you you're the you're the face of it now. But seriously, turn, get that saturation knob and fucking break it. Seriously, guys. <laughs> but um, so 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 now you're you're working for Silverstone. You've left Red Bull Racing. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna we're gonna go back and talk about a lot of the the Red Bull Racing stories. And I think you, Dan, and I all have a, a yeah. But we you know we we dabble in these sometimes. But I think we might dig into some of the. Uh, the shithousery, nothing terrible, but just the the fun stuff, the highs, the lows, and it's not all champagne and BJ's, like everybody thinks. And we're gonna we're gonna explain it from three points of view. But um, what's up with? I keep seeing this shit of Jesus with the the Beretta knocking on the door, calling you Judas. Now that you've, you know, you've gone from doing some of the the most brilliant posters of the Red Bull gang and stuff, and is it, they saw you doing some some Lewis Hamilton throwbacks highlighting some of these iconic things and they're, they're brilliant. And they're like, you can't do that, man. You're Red Bull. It's like, what mm. is that? It's a, uh, it's a Red Bull for life. If I was going to quote, uh, you know, for, for my nineties wrestlers fans, out there. <laughs> um, NWO. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know because I'm kind of like, where were you in 2020 and 2021 when I was doing this before? Like I worked yeah. at F1. So like, I couldn't, I, I wanted to sort of sit there and be like, oh, cool, I'm going to do another Lewis post because I love Lewis. But I, I couldn't. Like, you know, F1, they can't just favorite a driver. So you have to kind of be impartial and be like, okay, we're going to do a, a, a graphic about Checo. We're going to do a graphic about George. Um, and I come to, to Red Bull. And I mean, me moving from F1 to Red Bull was a bit of a kind of eyebrow-raising thing anyway when I announced it because I was known as kind of the Lewis graphics guy. I did all these graphics over the time of um, 2020, I think it was when he was breaking all these records, yes. you know, tied Schumacher and yeah. everything else for me to then go to Red Bull. And now I can't do any of that because obviously um, I don't <laughs> work, you know, I, I work for a team. It'd be a bit weird if the Red Bull dude was doing just Merc graphics or something. Jake's, Jake's out of hours stuff. He's like, oh, Sir Lewis, let me just... Do this new collage. Yeah. He's, yeah, like got yeah. the, he's got the special burner laptop that, that Dr. Marco can't find. <laughs> do you know what? I thought about making a burner account a couple of times and just like posting graphics under it. It's like, like a pseudonym or like, <laughs> it's like a pen name. And no one would know it was me apart from the fact it would look identical to anything I'd make. What, one PJ? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God. So we'll, we'll get back into like, because like I know there's probably a lot of people. People are always asking us, "How do you get a job in F1?" Dan's done a video on it. I've done a video on it. We need to come back. We'll put a pin in that and come back to it. Mm. Um, because I think that's some some super interesting stuff. And we'll talk about some of the highs and lows of Red Bull. But we've got some news, and why don't we why don't we talk through it real quick? So one of the the most interesting things that's been circulating the other day from a, a very very reputable uh, news site, probably one of the copy pasta merchants. But you, you guys heard this, the, the leaked clip yep. or not yep. leaked clip or it's a BBC interview of a Mercedes engineer talking about the uh, development of the cars. It actually was just Sam Bird, who was their reserve driver at the time. I'm not sure if he was their simulator driver at the time, but 
year. I think he was. I think yeah, I saw I mean, someone saying he was. Yeah. Usually, if, if you're a reserve driver for a team, you've been driving their simulator, and Mercedes usually keep a pretty busy stable of sim drivers. But the clip basically was this Sam talking about the FIA are going to Mercedes. Mercedes are going to FIA saying, like, here's the stuff. And, like, you know, this is, this is before the 2014 the hybrid power units came in you know, three, four years in advance, and they're going to the FIA and FIA are like, hey, how do how should we do this? And they're like, oh, yeah, you should definitely do it like this, and that will help us, where we can optimize our engine for it. And these people are freaking out. Like, now, now they're freaking out in reflection of this. Like, you can't do that. It's so corrupt. It's like, the FIA doesn't have the technical resources to do that stuff. Like, they need to lean on teams to do simulations and work. And does this work or does that, that work? And people are like, mm. this is shambles. This is cheating. It's like, get... Get a fucking grip. Does any, did anybody else have a different take from that? Because that's all I could see is like somebody was trying to spin this like it was some horrible conspiracy bound for the fraud files, which we'll get to later. But it was literally it was one a engineer. complete non-issue, wasn't it, really? I mean, <clears throat> I think we've spoken about it on Twitter that all the teams took part in the hybrid regulations and the formation of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like you say, I, I, I think it was just someone trying to make a name for themselves, really. And it was no, taken yeah. from like a Radio 5 live interview as well. So it's not, yeah. it's not like some sort of secret hidden conversation. But It's like this has been everywhere. And if you put yeah. it in context of that, it's actually nothing. And it's, it's, it's interesting to think about that, though. But now I think the FI do have more... Uh, groups that are able to do simulations and stuff but at the same time they still have to lean on teams the technical working groups are comprised of all the team's technical people that are in those meetings saying like here's what we want on the regulations here's what we don't want on the regulations and it goes to votes so it's like that's just how race car work it's not it's not the big evil mercedes double standard cheat codes this is just uh but yeah this, this is no sam bird slander just just in case you're wondering but like that's you know, and if it was a simulator driver, and it was him, if he was the simulator driver at the time, he would have been privy to a lot of those conversations about what they're doing with the information. You know, he's probably doing eight-hour shifts in the simulator cockpit, just like, of course, like you're gonna, you're gonna be like, what am I doing this for? He's like, shut up and drive. You know, nothing. Like, how does it feel? Okay, next, next. Yeah. So that was pretty interesting. There was, uh, but I, I feel like there's nothing else to that, really, is there? No, I mean, like, I used to, when I worked for F1, um, our department was next to the motorsport department. Yeah. So, sort of the team there, their entire job is kind of, I mean, at the, so when was I there? 2019 to 21. So, they were coming up with the 2022 regs. Yeah. And sort of like running that through, like, a, you know, a fine tooth comb and trying to like develop that out. But, their resources like especially now like i've got the context of being in the f1 office and then mm. walking through the red bull uh sort of engineer design yada 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 sort of offices they don't have like the manpower the the person power the um IT infrastructure, the yeah, they don't have modeling. Any, they, don't have they, they don't have any of that. Like they, I remember I suggested Blender at one point for like an animation thing or, or something. And it ended up sort of helping them simulate some of the wake coming off of a car. They're using, using, some blend, other... they're using Blender to draw the... <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Don't take that out of context. At the time, they needed ah. to simulate it for like a PowerPoint um, oh, presentation okay, okay. or something. Okay, fine. So okay. now I'm plug, trying to plug all this information into Blender. And... 
do you, like, do you know what I mean? Like, do, you wouldn't have that at, at Red Bull or another team. No. They would have some kind of program oh, or export software for that. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, oh, we, need to, we need to do visualization. Right. Yeah. Export. Bam. None of that. <sighs> yeah. But that's different. But I think, I think more and more you'll start to see the FI needs to bring people in house. But at the same time, the, the, the people that have the expertise are in the teams. And you do see them snagging some chief technical dudes, but usually they're so far up at the top of the list. It doesn't matter. But, uh, in other news, like this has been a super, super quiet week. And we've got one piece of news. We're saving for a new segment later in the stream. But uh, did you guys see the, uh, was it the Chris Kyle skate ramp on the hot air balloon? So yep. I, I don't know. I don't know if you saw you, Jake, you must have saw that. Dan, I don't know mm-hmm. if you saw that. But like when I was leaving, that, so the Red Bull technology built that skate ramp. It's it's carbon fiber. Like the rails and stuff are probably steel. But like it's a super super lightweight structure because they have to hoist this whole if you haven't seen it check it out on the red bull website but hot air balloon hoisting up a skate ramp and this dude's up above the Cotswolds or something doing all sorts of tricks and it's so funny because he's got a parachute on his back just in case things go uh, a little bit wrong and then in the balloon there was a spare bicycle as well just in case he accidentally had to uh, eat the bike out to keep uh <laughs> to keep afloat but they were actually building that when I was on my way out of the place, you probably saw it around there as well. Yeah, I Did saw you? it. Um, they were welding it together or, I don't know, like gluing it together. I don't know what the... Uh, welding uh, the steel bonding. Super glue? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah duct yeah, tape, yeah. duct tape, duct tape. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. The duct taping it together. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I had to go in there. I was taking. I had to go in the warehouse to take some photos of something. I can't remember what. I think I was taking like reference photos of um, some of the tires because obviously I had all the... Um, the cars on the on the racks which yeah, is yeah. a pretty cool room yeah so i've gone all in there the, to take photos cars. yeah yeah so i've gone in there to, to take reference um images and then uh yeah was kind of confused as to what it was that had just taken up you know 90 percent of the the walking space in there yeah and found out like i was like hi hey, what's going on and it was like oh building in a, a, a skate ramp it's like in here or why? <laughs> it's like the, it's it's not like a high high ceiling. Like if you got enough air, you you would splat. So I was kind of like, mm. we're like yeah, spin. no, we're going to put it in a hot air balloon. I was like, all right, yeah, you've not made that any less crazy. That's... You guys are definitely not on the good stuff. Let me no. know your dealer's number. I'll talk to you later. All right. Exactly. So. Oh, and then they did the, then they did the sort of test the test with it in the yeah. car park, which was pretty. Oh, they, they was hung like... it up on a crane or something, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was. Did I, oh, I think we got told don't take pictures. So I, I'm pretty sure I don't have a picture. But yeah, it was it was kind of wild. Like everyone just kind of out there. It's freezing cold because it's winter as well. It was just like right. We're gonna watch a guy go on his like bike and this cable, whatever it was, and uh, they're just gonna hoist him up. It's like if anyone was driving past, I go, I don't know what you would even think was happening because yeah. you would see him just kind of coming up and getting air. Yeah, so it's, it's it's mad, mad. That is that is fucking wacky. That's that is fucking nuts, man. Those guys are doing stuff. So it's like that's uh, Red Bull Advanced Technologies, and they do all sorts of the other projects and stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, very cool stuff and a lot of stuff we probably will never hear about that goes on in that place honestly but at least we got to see this and you haven't seen that check that one out uh we're not getting paid to advertise that it's just freaking cool i am are you okay fun speaking of we haven't we haven't really okay we've literally we were we're 20 we're 30 minutes into an episode and we haven't mentioned ferrari yet probably a new record for us yeah talk to me probably Probably for the best as well 
probably for the best. Well, good news because uh, they have officially pulled out their Trump card for their right to review for the uh, Carlos Sainz penalty. When he did the Valtteri Bottas bowling move. Mm -hmm, Yeah. So uh, that they have a hearing on the 18th. So that's what the day after this is going to. Yeah. The day after you're listening to this. And um, yeah, they're just going to basically review Sainz's penalty from Australia, which, you know what? Fair play. I think, you know, they should do. You know, I think Carlos probably should have been punished to some degree but i think the inconsistencies of the timeline to to penalize him and you know because his was like bam slam dunk insta penalty where you've had other times where it's like "Mm, we're gonna wait half the race before we decide what we're gonna do with you sort of thing i prefer them to slam dunk it rather than wait until the end of the race honestly yeah but they have to carry that consistency fair and logan Sargent gets away with florida man in Straight into the back of um, who was it? Yuki? No, no, it wasn't Yuki. Was it? It was Debris. We got we got that mixed up last time. Um, Yeah, that was me. That was me. It was Debris. But like, but at the end of the day, what's the new information? Like the right to review? Don't they have to have new information? uh, I believe so, but I don't know if it actually mentioned what that was. In Uh, okay, we need to know. We're we're doing a podcast, and we're definitely going to influence this and like help them make the right decision. So we need to know this stuff. I know. Yeah, Sadly, they they you know. So what they're going to end up doing is they're going to review it and decide. You know what? Ten second penalty for you and Logan Sarge is getting a five second penalty on top of being retired, which does nothing for him. So, yeah. Great, great. I don't know, man. But like, I guess the the, other, the only other one is that uh, Gasly and Ocon. Yeah. They. I feel like they didn't give Gasly any of those penalty points because that will get him a race ban. And they were like, he crashed into his teammate and it was kind of a racing incident. Yeah, and it's, got, it's a little bit like on. you guys are going to punish yourselves in the background, don't worry. Yeah, exactly, and you're both out. But like, I got cooked on Twitter for saying that was 100% Gasly. I was like, I'm sorry. But didn't they say that in the broadcast? Or did they not? I feel like they did. Because I, I think yeah. I, even even Gasly apologized to Ocon afterwards. Um, I'm like, yeah. yeah. If you look at the replay, doesn't Gasly like he comes off track and then he rejoins track? Doesn't look to his right. He's or whatever. Or, He's or too busy looking look the other side. Covers. Well, no, because I think like if you watch the onboard, he's like looking slightly. To, I don't know. Either way, look. You know, I'm I'm a big fan of Gasly, but even I think um, Me too. Me too. that's on him. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. But um, yeah, so so be it. So let's talk about the season so far. How do you, I don't know. Well, you guys have heard what Dan and I have thought about the season every week, and you must be sick of us right now. Thank you for still listening to our podcast. We love you. But uh, Smooches. Where's, where's, your, uh, where's your head at with the season so far? Like, are you enjoying it? Where are your allegiances? Who do you get excited for when they do well? Who do you... Like, you know, because you don't work for Red Bull anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, in fact. Oh, you got the hat. Hold on, you swap the, that. Let me. Yeah, there we go. Let oh my God! You said that's. I've got oh to, I've my got to, God! I've got oh, to give it to you. Let me just do that. Oh, okay, okay. Now we're, for now we're audio coming. listeners. Oh. He has just whipped out a Mercedes hat. Not just any the, Mercedes the fluoro. hat. Yeah, the fluoro. Yeah, but because it, it kind of ticks several boxes. Silverstone. 
I yeah. work for Silverstone. Yeah. It's Lewis okay. Hamilton. On I, brand. I rep Lewis Hamilton. And yeah. yeah, that's kind of it, really. All right. Well, um, now this now that Jake's pulled out the Mercedes cap, this mm. podcast is over because we're Dan and I are way too way too biased. Dan in his Japan special edition white top. Uh yep. me wearing how do you wear that? Like I honest to God, that thing, the the Puma polyester count is well is insane, man. <laughs> what like, I do. I, I, we put those on in the office and within three seconds the sweat down every every sweat gland yes because you lot in marketing always have something to fear and to hide so you're always sweating so you know yeah yeah true true we're quite cowardly exactly exactly because then when we we put the um the you know that 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 day that's kind of you know not talked about if you're not a red bull fan when that thing happened yeah, uh, in that year, in that time, mm. those ones the greatest race of all time, Abu Dhabi, twenty twenty one. Yeah, you said it, not me. That's um, it. Time for our review bomb. We put that shirt on over like like the existing t shirts we were probably wearing that day, and again, just the the clumpy sweat that kind of is like you like a bog. It's like that. Bro, get that checked out. It, it's only those shirts. It's okay. only those shirts. They're terrible. Well, <laughs> maybe I just like the feeling of being mm. hot and sweaty, you know? Mm. Yeah, you muggy man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so back on it, now that you've got your, yeah. your, your Merc hat out, how are you feeling about this season? Because you, you rep Lewis. Um, you've got Red Bull paid your mortgage for a while. You did a lot yep. of really, really cool stuff for them. Where, where's your head at with the season? Like, how are you feeling about the, the racing, uh, the, the pace the gap between the teams in terms of performance and all of that. What, what, what are you thinking? Um, so I think because I didn't go from, say, um, you know, my first exposure to F1 has always been kind of a, an objective one because yep. I could kind of root to an extent for McLaren because, you know, like I was doing stuff for Hilton at the time yep. or whatever, but it was always kind of just objective. What's the, because I fell in love with the sport back in the sports agency days. Right. So yeah. I'm always kind of like, what's best for the sport. How do we get the spot? Because to me, you know, I've said this for so many years now, F1 has always been a sleeping giant. And obviously since drive to survive 2020, like it started to wake up because yeah. name, think of a sport in the world that has the kind of global um, eyeballs that formula one does, but doesn't necessarily kind of capitalize on it you hmm. just don't really until, have it yeah obviously until the perfect so, storm. so my viewpoints generally and especially because now I, I don't necessarily have like there was like um you know you would you would root for red bull because you worked for red bull and that's yeah. the culture and that's absolutely 100 percent correct um but i came into it as a as a lewis fan and i was like cool you know i'm a professional at the end of the day so it's Two separate ever, all right, so how many how many how many trips to HR did you get in for fighting people? Um, I think it was like four or five. Like I threw I threw down like a couple of times. Um, good lad, good lad. Yeah, yeah. Dan in HR a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Like, See, is that another spicy on, tweet? Yeah, we used yeah, to sort of. Like we used to fist bump <laughs> as we went past each other, like you know. All right, yeah, yeah. Raise the eyebrows, but no. I mean, okay, I, I'm always yeah, about yeah. just how what what's best for the sport objectively and yeah. dominance. It could be Red Bull, could be Ferrari, could be Mercedes. I don't really care. I'm mm. not a mess. I don't really like it because it's yep. just kind of like 
you know, people are going to start switching off. People are going to lose interest. They all, you yeah. know, all of the massive steps we took as a sport and, and at F1 during 2020, 21, et cetera, they kind of get undone a little bit when, you know, all people have heard is, you know, 2022 regulations. And don't get me wrong, like, I think they've been taken out of proportion. People kind of thought this is going to be the savior of Formula One. And, you know, you're going to have a Williams on the front row. And then the following week, Alpha Tauri is going to be winning races. Like, yeah, it's, it's just that not is, that simple. That was, a, that was a, a misconstrued quote from Braun, first of mm. all. Who and is then, the nicest man, by the way? Yeah, he's he's a he's a he's an absolute towering giant of a bloke yes, as well. Yes, he is. His um, office used to be on the other side of my desk at F one, and uh, he like pretty cool. I just I just sense a presence because yeah. there used to be a, a, a spare desk next to me, and we'd have um like all of the like our team would just buy sweets at like lunchtime and then just dump them on this table and kind of just. Right, it's a way to like interact, and anyway, he you just kind of have this presence behind you. Be like, Oh, <laughs> it's a, it's a giant and, then, and then he'd just come over and he'd just be like, "Could I have a digestive biscuit, please?" Yes, Ross, <laughs> absolutely. For oh, everything you've done, for sport, if that's what I can do for you, go on, lad. Go on then. Thank you very cool. much. But, but like, um, that, that's funny. So, but it's like a lot of people expected this, and it's like also a lot of the the Twitter echo chamber of farts and idiots of like, this should this this was oh. supposed to save the sport. It's like, no. Like, when's the last time you introduced new regulations and then all of a sudden everybody clumped up together and was equally shit? Yeah. No. You get it right and you get it wrong and, and some people are misplacing the, the difference in how good teams got it versus... Mm -hmm. So, where's your head at now that, you know, like, you're, that Mercedes have been in the mud for a season and looks like they're going to be in the mud for another season? How, does it bother you that much or, do you just, or are you just enjoying the sport? Bro, I'm a Lewis fan. Like, I'm not a Mercedes fan. Okay, like I, 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 if it comes down to it, like oh, I was one still, of them. I, I'm still kind of like I'm still kind of going back for Red Bull to an extent. Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, I there's maybe with time, but yeah, after time. what 21 and 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 22 and working at Red Bull, like you know, the time heals all wounds. And right yeah, now, yeah. I'm still, you know, there's still. I, I remember watching Brazil in 21. That was one of the worst things ever. Um, I can't forgive them for that you know how dare you build a, a, a rocket ship of a car that allows you to sort of overtake the way that you do um how dare they so so it's kind of it's mm, do i don't know i just wish there was more variety do you know what i mean yeah. like obviously yeah. we've, we've had the same race winner there's not been as much i don't know just the entertainment value isn't hasn't necessarily been there like i won't i'm mm -hmm. not going to sit here and tell you like oh right you know i've been so hooked on on everything else it's kind of like okay I can't necessarily like pay. I'm not paying as much attention to you know what's going on at the front. Actually, your focus is my focus has gone down into the midfield and what's kind of yeah. happening there. What's going on at the back of the pack? Which don't get me wrong, it's a nice change of pace, but everything you know it all boils down to a championship and who are the leaders and what's kind of going on there. So I just want it to kind of tick all the boxes rather than mm. just a couple of them. Yeah, and I feel like the the, the broadcast they don't do they try but like we don't really get there's not many the stakes just aren't that high for the midfield or, or they don't perceive to be that way and it's like we're just mm. like oh the front max has run off or checo's run off or uh the astons are looking really strong the fries are abysmal but it's just kind of like it's a little bit predictable and i, I get yeah that. that's a good word that's a good word and, I, and I, I get what you're saying it's like i feel like it sucks for me as well because like once the season kind of wraps up people do tend to check out and you do sense that in terms of 
viewership and content engagement and yeah. people wanted to talk about stuff and then twitter just turns into a cesspit and i turn that off for about a month and then we come back and they're still talking about the same thing so it's like right but well yeah, look you, you two can think all you want listen i'm going to appeal to the other half of our listeners and say long, long may the max verstappen domination continue yeah exactly I, yeah, but I'll I give you that. I don't mind Max winning. Like, don't go. I don't want people to kind of be like he's wearing a Mercedes hat and he's no, no, no. Listen, this is it. We're going to stir the pot. Max is sound. Max is sound. So, like, I say this to people. Like, he's we're going to cut this really out of context nice. and they're going to pile on you on the internet, bro. Well, that's what we're oh, going yeah, to yeah, do. Get it. our guests yeah. on and then have and then frame everything out of context and yeah. get Twitter to absolutely roast you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when people go like, um, Max is like the worst human to ever exist, and I'm like, have you met him? Because no, you you have they have met him. Yeah, on, on TV. they all have met him. Yeah, on, yeah. On TV, it's like he said something, and it it was really blunt and direct, and it, it doesn't appeal to my my British politeness. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's got nothing to do with like <laughs> Dutch culture or anything, is it? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Dude, yeah I asked. All he wants to do is talk about his cats. That's all yeah. he wants to talk about. That's all I talked to him for like ten minutes. I was going like, to our, our I was going to a go kart event once. And uh, where was I? I think I was at Barcelona testing or whatever. And I said, oh, Max, I'm going to this go-karting event. Like, when I get back home, you, you know, there's a joke sort of like, what what hints and tips have you got? And he was just like, looked at me and went, lose weight, Dan. And I was like, okay, thanks, Max. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just like the Dutch thing, isn't it? Yeah, is that, uh, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, it's, cheers, pal. It's free performance, man. But, um, I remember that, like the first, like we'll talk about it later, maybe or another episode. But like the first simulator session he was in at Red Bull, like, he was super. Like he was, how old was he when he joined the first year? I don't fucking twelve, nineteen, eighteen, nineteen. No, because he started when he was sixteen. Eight, he was eighteen or nineteen, and it's like he's like, yeah, I just got a new scooter, and like I'm getting it tuned up and tricked out, and here's all the pictures. He's just, he's just. He's, he's a, a kid, f- man. Yeah, he's he's, a, a he's fucking, literally a kid. Like yeah, he's just a just a fucking dude. But honestly, yeah. But um, yeah. So let's. I'm, expectations for the season is, is Merck. Do you, do you? And this is this is vibes hat on. Perfect, mm. you know, hundred percent vibes. Literally hat. a vibes hat right on. Vibes hat right now, exactly. Yeah. Um, do you do you reckon Mercedes and are going to close the gap this year? Mm, I think if you if you kind of said, give them this scenario, who on the grid, which team is best placed and kind of has the sort of capital built up to do something like that. It's, it's Mercedes. Um, yeah. I think they've got the infrastructure. I think they've got the... I mean, How much are they Aston. paying you? How much are they paying you, Jake? <sighs> About the same as if I promoted... Uh, what is it? Um, like any VPN service. So not that much. Um, okay. <laughs> wow, yeah. That's that's not much then at all, mate. It's not. It's not, it's not. Let's get no. a GoFundMe going for... Uh... Yeah, we're, yeah, we're definitely not Tiny rolling... Violin. We're Tiny not rolling violin. ads on this episode, by the way, guys. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, no, I, th- I think I think it's definitely possible. If you've got like from from Mercedes' point of view, if you've got Aston Martin using your engine and obviously getting success from that, you've got the same basis. Really, you've almost got a blueprint of how to mm. probably do things. You just can't see that blueprint. You just no, but it, it's kind of there. You know, mm. I don't. I'm not convinced. You know, I don't think anyone was really convinced by the no side pods thing initially um, well actually that's a lie because everyone saw the sort i know a guy ipods and went oh my god that's amazing. i know a guy i know a guy that thought it was amazing the most innovative thing ever seen yeah i don't know who that is though um, no 
Um, Dan, do you know? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Was yeah. it you? Yeah, was <laughs> you? Are you are you blocked? Listen, my um, F one era knowledge is probably about the same as uh, uh, my nan's. To be honest, when it comes to arrow, I'm I'm shit. <laughs> Me too. I mean, Me I've got too, a giant okay. fucking beard on my face. Like, what do I know about aerodynamics? Yeah, nothing. Not mate. Let's uh, let's change gears. Let's change gears. What like, obviously, everybody talks like, oh, you got to work in Formula One. Dan, Jake, Blake, you guys worked for work Formula One. This is a dream. It's the dream job. Hmm. What were some of the highs? What were some of like the the really like the the great moments that you remember, Dan? You're gonna have to go first. What was like one of those moments you're like, mate, this is pretty fucking cool. Um, oh, round about the summer of 2021, I think, where I thought, you know, I thought we could win this. Like there was that sort of sense of trepidation, like this could be on, Ooh. this could be on, because I didn't. I joined uh, in 20 sort of the end of 2015, 2016. So I never saw any of the original championships. No. So it would have been my first championship. And I was like, this could be on. This is exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think I think that was uh, probably probably the highest point for me, was it? I think, yeah, probably. I reckon so that was not, when I was not, probably the happiest. Not the, the, the championship itself, but the, the prospect that it was actually on and like that level of hype that was building up. And attention. I mean, the highest point was absolutely winning the championship. But if I say that, then I get slandered on Twitter for celebrating right, the fake it. win and all that. So clip it, fraud. But yeah. like, come on, yeah. it's completely on brand. It's completely on brand. Yeah. Well, at least someone from Stevenage got to hold the uh, championship trophy in 2021. <laughs> Do you reckon Crafty held it as well? Uh, I don't think he did. Quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jake, if you're on audio, if you're on, the, if you're on the audio, Jake's just taking his hat off. He's Put gone back, back to because it's got no relevance to what we're talking about. Yeah, cool, exactly. cool. Swap there we Jake's, go. Back, Jake's back, back to the socks hat. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. But uh, what about you? Like a high point? High, high point. point? Um... I don't, it was probably um, being able to, because uh, I was wearing the the lovely shirt that um, Dan is wearing. Um, I was wearing it in a pub under another t-shirt that okay, the, day the during that race. Under the swampy, t-shirt. yeah, the muggy t-shirt. Okay. Um, 
yeah, that was during that race that year that that happened that thing that we don't tend to talk about. Mm. Um, mm. And I was in a I was in a pub in Soho, I think it was, um, to watch it, and I was Wait, surrounded the, the finale. Mm. Yeah, because um, we 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 booked winter. I double booked Winter Wonderland, so obviously I had to have oh, yeah, my yeah. priorities in order. So like yeah, we were um, we weren't a million miles away from uh, from getting to Hyde Park to go to it, but yeah, I had I had the um, had the white the white Honda Special Edition T shirt on under another T shirt just in case it didn't pan out um, because it was it was there, it was so it was an Irish it was an Irish pub that was like just pure Mercedes country. And anyway, the amount, like, and obviously at that time as well, like you had all this attention on it from people that don't necessarily, you know, vibe with F1 throughout the year. So it was like going to a football match, but like I'm the away support and I've got to kind of pretend that I'm the home support and just kind of blend in. a bit rowdy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So obviously like it's, you know, the, the race starts and it's pretty rowdy and England and then um, the race kind of gets a bit, you know, it dies off. It's a bit boring or whatever. Then obviously it starts running back up. Exactly. Ah, Check the blocking. Yeah. And then there was like this, there was this German, I think she was German. She she was wearing like the Aston Martin um, shirt. She was sat right in the front because I thought, like, that's very brave. I'm not that brave. Because remember, Dan said marketing is, is cowardly. It's true. Um, yep, yep, yep. And she, she obviously, like, she she loses her mind and she's going crazy. And I'm just like, cool, whip the shirt off. It was a joke. Yeah, like, so it was it was, it was was pretty cool. That was that was a, a pretty euphoric moment. Got on the tube, walked out of there and went to Winter Wonderland. Had the greatest time. Did you, did you... Did it phase you at the time how controversial that was going to become? Not to say right, wrong, mm. but like, did, did that phase you at that time? Because I didn't, I, like, I'm sat there, I was watching that race with probably 20 people from my, my stream community in Discord, mm. um, and we were all watching it, talking about it. And, you know, like, there's, there's, there was Mercedes fans, there's Ferrari fans, and, you know, a lot of my friends are Dutch and Max fans as well, but it was super emotional because, yeah, you know, was. I was, you know, I had just checked out at the end of that last race um and that was the end of my term like i didn't get to pick when my last day was and i was like i want to do something else like cool well your last day is here so i got to enjoy the abu dhabi grand prix from home and like i knew it was a little bit of a shit fight going on but i didn't realize you know like the the severity and the the context of what happened you know because i was like Mm. You know, because no, we, we couldn't hear in the pub so like oh, the yeah. commentary like would kind of be there then it wouldn't be there and obviously yeah, yeah. make a noise so it was just kind of like something's happening yeah it's it been the same, same same thing and especially because i've tried to explain this to people so many times now but if you kind of put yourself in i joined red bull just after baku and max kicking the tire because when i did my interview i was walked around the factory and the, the car had just come back and was in bits mm. and you know, I was like kind of losing my mind because the car was right there and I could literally, I was physically touching it. Hmm. Um, and then getting told, you know, careful, carbon has like splinters and they're really hard and painful to get That's out. That's quite funny because okay. my interview, when I was there, it was Danny Kvyat's 2015 Japanese Grand Prix chassis that he shunted and rolled it in free practice, oh. I think it was, wasn't it? And it was just maybe like, it's like a train. Yeah, that's, that's, maybe that's, that's funny. That is. In. That's did maybe I, they put interviews in then. Did I tell you what I did? Like, because that was a pretty scary crash. And as soon yeah. as he was back from the medical center and he was like all clear, like everything was totally fine. They're going to rebuild the spare. I found an old uh, image from Star Fox of the, the rabbit, Pippi. And it's like, he's like, do a barrel roll. 
So I just photoshopped it on top of Danny's car doing a barrel roll. Oh, coming uh, after my job. No, but, but this, yeah, exactly. It was not very good. I'm gonna yeah. see if I can. I'm see if I can find it off somebody. Send me email. It's me off my old laptop on the drive. But like that was like only after he was back in the office, totally yeah. unharmed. But I was like, that's scary. Nobody bids it there either. That was that was a weird one. Was Don't bad. set the, the, that that grass on the turn in on those tracks. It's dangerous. I remember Deresta did uh, spoon one tire off in the gravel and like over the weekend people keep setting the tire off right there at the turn in and just start digging out a rut and at some point you get caught out but anyway we've gone i've gone well just off, the, off on that subject all the stuff that's been happening with indycar with that yeah. curb yeah it's like <laughs> hey guys surprise <laughs> <Ta-da>. <laughs> like Mario, and they put a ramp in or something i was Whee! like what mad um what was it oh so so i was saying yeah the vibes man like you know so i i've been there and i think collectively as so obviously i've got no personal buy-in to red bull at that point necessarily like red bull was actually my team prior to that anyway but yeah it wasn't you know i i'm the new guy yeah and so to kind of see how people were reacting to how that that season was going just because like oh like we there's a shot, there's a yeah. shot, there's a shot. And like that was getting more and more and more. And then, you know, Silverstone happened and everything else. Yeah. And you get sucked into that. That's the culture yeah. of the yeah. team. Get, and you, get, you would know. Yeah. I, I Like until last year, though, I avoided Twitter. Like when I was at the track and everything mm. was going on and like I just I didn't use Twitter. And I avoided like so much damage to my brain from yeah. not being on Twitter for that while. Now, you know, obviously now F1 Twitter is much, much bigger, but it's like, um, if anybody's, you know, you wake up and you're not feeling great and you just get out of bed and you check F1 Twitter first thing, don't. Don't. Yeah, just <laughs> don't. Yeah, every, like, re- real life, real life is, and it's one of those things, it's like, did, did you did you have a photo of the graphic designer at Mercedes on your desk and you're like, I'm oh, gonna, yeah. I'm going to destroy them. I had it tattooed at one point because obviously Where, like I would just like, I had it tattooed on my arm so that yeah, I could well, like punch it. Yeah, I hate tattoo. <laughs> oh my god yeah um if anybody on audio jake doesn't have any tattoos on no, i don't have any tattoos no yeah no. um do you know what was really funny was that actually that year like, I, I became like very good friends with one of the mercedes graphic designers and it was just kind of comical but and you guys you guys like wow this is a shit fight <laughs> so the amount of times where people would be like oh they must like they must hate each other between the two two and it's not that deep bro like no you know, it's not it's nah, a job it's it's work like it's not that deep like I, yeah. i've got to be able to kind of differentiate between the two yeah exactly and I, I feel like that's one of the things like being inside the industry and then you see the reactions of people on the internet it's like yeah like you're f- talking on behalf of me and that's not my opinion like yeah, so who the fuck hurt you seriously yeah. i uh, yeah it's one of those things that we're not we're not going to solve that issue right now and we're not going to fix any of that but so we, we've got the highs out of the way and like winning a world championship is, is, is awesome. The emotions and the, the context of that at that time wasn't clear that that was going to be such a controversial thing. It was just like, oh, it's a little bit of a weird thing, but like, mm. no, no, it was we'll be, we'll be, the party afterwards though. Woo, that day in the office afterwards. <laughs> oh, I missed that. Missed Mate, that. that was, that that was the best day of work. Yeah. HR ever. had like, already locked there, like, my access out by then. Oh, bro! Like the, I was sitting there. I remember getting there and kind of going like, "I'm getting paid to literally sit there and celebrate." Like we had, uh, we had Queen, we had the champions playing like max volume, and then we had like the legal team kind of like rushing around, looking quite distressed, and no one cared. Um, yeah, so yeah, you guys sorted out. That's for you. Yeah, yeah. And like one of the guys had come straight from Abu Dhabi 
straight after the race. Um, and he was still covered in the red ball that they'd been spraying, which Aww. was pretty gnarly. Like, it was yeah. pretty gnarly. Yeah, it's um, like, mate, go take a shower. We got the gym here. Dude, it was bad. It was really bad. Um, yeah, no, like, that, that, was a, that was a great day at work. <laughs> I missed that one. I, but like at the same time, I'm not really into day drinking, so forget that. But what about... All right, here's let's let's skip forward a little bit. What about you know, like people are people are always saying it's like, oh, it's so great. Well, what about some of the the monotonous, the not so glamorous? Like, can like, I just give you a low? Forget monotonous, just yeah, one of on. the all time yeah, lows. I need to yeah. get it off my chest because right, it's, it's, it's it, I can see a weight on your shoulders visibly. If you're you can see the pain in my eyes, yeah, the exactly. pain. Anyway, um, so right, one, so the infamous canteen, right, um. I, can't, I think it was. It must have been coming up to the Austin Grand Prix because you know they would do the um, the special, yeah, like, yeah. obviously theme to the race, right? So that week is is it's Austin. So the 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 menu is like pulled pork. It's like sliders. Uh, we eating like kings out here. Um, and one of the sort of sort of accessories to the main dish was like uh, barbecue, like baked beans, which is it's a staple, right? There we yeah, go. Hell yeah, it's hell a yeah. staple. Now I've had barbecue baked. I don't like normal baked beans, but barbecue baked beans, I, I can vibe with that when they're done properly. And I've had them proper, so I'm like, amazing. This is going to be this is going to be the creme de la creme on top of you know all this other stuff. Go there, and they <laughs> at the end of the sort of canteen um, queue is the baked beans, and it's in this big red pot. It's this massive pot of beans. It's helped yourself. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to destroy these beans. No, Go over. Are, they, are and- these beans going to destroy you, Jake? No, no, I'm I'm built different, bro. Okay. Um, so anyway, go, go up to the beans, getting ready to go, and I'm like, what is the what's like sticking out? I'm like, that's cinnamon, and I was like, that's an interesting choice yeah. for baked beans, but I, you know, but it kind of makes sense, you know, whatever cinnamon the molasses, man. the molasses. Anyway, so I'm I'm like, rah, cool, whatever. But there's like uh, these two massive sticks of cinnamon in it, so I'm like, hmm, this it's a big part. It makes sense. It's going to offset. Anyway, sit down. And I've been hyped for like all of this food. Sit down, eat the burger. I'm like, oh, this is lovely. Get to the baked beans. And it was like eating a dessert. Like it was like eating a Cinnabon. It was just pure cinnamon. And everyone, like I think I sat down first because I was Mr. Keen. And then all it was was just everyone sitting down around me kind of going, yes, baked beans. And everyone all pulling the same face. Or I could have told them, but no, like it, one of the grossest things ever like just pure cinnamon but you know you're eating baked beans nah you know what that was the lowest point of my career. wow wow so the lowest point were the was the reason for the cinnamon cost, baked but, beans oh, but all i'll say is if you ever join red bull don't ever eat the barbecue baked beans right well the- i tonight tonight I'm, I'm going to texas on tuesday uh, mm-hmm. so you guys won't have me for a week but uh i made some pulled pork on the smoker tonight a little uh, a pulled pork with a hot vinegar sauce, some corn, some coleslaw on some. And he didn't buns. invite us, Dan. He didn't. No, invite I was us. actually honestly, I was thinking, no. like, you know, we know what we need to do. We do need to get a studio set up somewhere. So it's like, right, why don't we do a thing? We'll shoot this thing in the living room. We'll get some beers going. We'll get some barbecue. I dropped Blake home once. Where, where did I give you a lift from? I oh, so that's the end of the story. No, no, no. I brought Blake at home once. I can't remember. I gave you a lift it, home. It was coming back, was coming back from uh, Veloce. 
I was oh yeah yeah that was yeah. it yeah yeah I dropped yeah. Blake off home once and he was sweating just because I knew the street that he lived in let alone going into his house mate it was like uh, fucking hell Dan I was like I was like this was this is Dan early, knows where Dan I live Blake, yeah, fuck yeah this is the se- probably the second time we met so um yeah who knows that's where we you know was he wearing was he wearing a white Honda special edition shirt I might have been was, I don't know it might have been that. <laughs> what about what about you? What about you, Dan? Like, the, what's the the low point? Oh, any fucking time that somebody came to me at like three o'clock in the morning at fucking Barcelona winter testing because there's no curfew at winter testing. Yeah, you can no, just you're you're all through the night, and they're night like, shift, oh, shift. We need we need this like part, or we need this system put together uh, within the next four hours. You've got zero budget. Sorry, we knew about this back in November. We should have told you then, um, but you've now got four hours to sort it. It's like, for fuck's sake. And every year it's the same. <laughs> every fucking year they came, like, the day before or on testing, and they were like, oh, this doesn't work. And it's like, well, you didn't tell me anything about it. Oh, everyone knew about it. I was like, yeah, apart from me, the person that's yeah, designing person it and fucking in- implementing it, you mm-hmm. dickheads, and it's yeah. like the fourth yeah. year in a row you've done this now. Yeah. Oh, that, Sorry, that's I had, that's I had, a had to vent that out. Designers. No, that, that's that's one of the things. It's like like the the people like when you have big vertical structures. Like the Red Bull's not particularly vertical, but like when you have systems of people like that, and it's like somebody just doesn't care enough to tell you about that thing that you need to do. Well, I, I mean, I will I will kind of devil's advocate it. I think a lot of it is also being siloed. Like people get so into like what their team is doing, but it there's ramifications always, you know, with other teams and so-and-so has got to do X, Y, Z and blah, blah, blah. And where they then don't tell people, but then expect you to somehow have like, you know, through the force or I don't know. Well, you've got, you've got force sense. You knew that we were doing guarding today. So why didn't you know about that thing that you had to do? Why did you, why did you use the force to tell Dan about that? thing? I'm a late developer, man. Yeah, man. Okay. 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 But like, I don't like, I think about, low points i don't think i've got any real low points the only thing that was super for me super super stressful is when i decided i didn't want to work in formula one anymore and it's like one of those things it's like my my the the entire entirety of my professional life has been education very quickly shifted towards focusing on doing this thing spend 10 11 years doing that thing and then you're like I want out now i want to do something else and it's like a really like it's not like it was bad but it was a very weird low and kind of almost helpless feeling it's like wow i'm i'm leaving that thing that i've like uprooted my entire life to go do so <sighs> yeah it's, i mean it's, it's always scary right change is yeah. scary by definition oh. Well, I've I've just been reminded of my favorite low point. Uh, my favorite low <laughs> I've just point, read that as well. <laughs> my favorite low point was that I no, it's not a low point, but my my low point joining Red Bull was when I joined to be Sebastian Vettel's uh, performance engineer and get to work with Rocky. And then Vettel went to Ferrari. Rocky was going to be chief engineer, and GP joined me from Force India. And, and then I was like, "Fucking hell!" <laughs> to be fair, that was great. I actually had. Yeah, like I loved working with GP, and if I could go back and work as a performance engineer, I don't want to be a race engineer. I call that the babysitter with a clipboard. But if I could go back and be a performance engineer, I'd love to work with GP again because it's just fucking easy. It was fun, um, and we got along really well. Um, working with Kvyat was awesome. Like Danny was a great laugh. Like, like even to the point of like, hey, it's it's Christmas time. Do you want to come out to Oxford? And we'll all go out for drinks and stuff. And it was me and GP and and Michael and and uh, our Renault guy. 
we just had a laugh. It was great times, man. And it's like everything got a little bit more serious after that. And you didn't really have time to do that. But that was that was good times. And uh, yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to get Danny on sometime. I'm sure Danny would, would come join us. That would be sick. That would be the, sick. The nasty Danny, DK. But we've got the lows. But like, what about just the realities? I guess we, never mind the lows, but the realities of work. It's like every job sounds super cool, but every job has a slog and a grind. And there's stuff that's not particularly glamorous. That's your job. You know, like we mm-hmm. talk, we, we always hype up the great shit. But I guess just maybe is in short, I don't know if Dan or, or Jake, you've got anything to add, but like in short, it's like uh, be mindful that all jobs have the highs and lows and the ability to stay focused through the stuff that feels like the grind is, uh, yeah, and that, that'll separate. And like, like you said, like Jake, your realization, like going back to finance and stuff, you're like, man, fuck a spreadsheet. That's, I'm not about that life. Mm-mm, no. Any, any, anything to add to that? Um, yeah, I mean, because I, I, I think a, a lot of people see kind of end product and they'll see like something that I put on social media, but they don't know that I've also like, you know, 10 minutes prior to that got asked to make like toilet door signs or something. Yeah, or a, with, a corporate with, deck for something really boring. Yeah, like, don't, and don't, like th- those things are... I remember mean, I would I interviewed a, a cruise a cruise line like years ago to do graphic design and I was kind of like you know what what's the job then and it was just making their brochure all the time like so I was like okay cool so when you finish the brochure what do you do and they're like make the next brochure and I was like nah like I'm out like I <laughs> I need I, I I need the variety because if you don't have sort of if you don't have like uh if, if everything was just amazing you'd take it for granted. And likewise, if everything was bad, obviously you would leave. But you, if you've got the mm. mix in there, you appreciate it when, you know, the social team turn around and go, we need like a sick edit. Rah. Yeah, it's like I'll that, get that, on that now. That's the icing yeah. on the cake, isn't it? Exactly. Speaking, but, speaking you know, of editing and stuff. Hmm. Did you ever, did you play any part in this? No, I didn't. No, did you not? That was oh. prior to me. No, no. That oh, was, um, okay. I'm just sitting here realizing I've got a poster on my no. wall from work. No, because that was... Yeah, 70th uh, anniversary, 20. yeah. I think I got given one when I first started as a surplus poster. <laughs> yeah, that's usually how it goes. Yeah, yeah pretty much. They printed off like 15,000 and gave out 200. I, yeah, yeah. I've got a stack of about five Monaco 21 posters with Max sitting on the TCAM. On the thing. Yeah, yeah. That was... But I did get one of them signed and it's hanging up under my key light there. So I'm, I'm pretty chuffed about that one. Signed. No, I've only got him to sign the um, mini helmets, I think. You got, him I to sign your helmet. <laughs> you got him to sign your Hamilton hat. <laughs> I was tempted. I was like, going to see if I could like like unscrew the visor and then put it on the lewis one and then oh, post a picture and just oh, kind of no caption burn the internet down cursed cursed mm. Mm. oh my god i bet uh hr signed it though didn't they i bet they had signed it uh, no no <laughs> that joke was so funny why don't you come tell us in person yeah jake or dan say it to my face no there was none of that uh, the only time i ever actually got called to hr was because i bought a uh the camera that i'm actually using now i bought one off ebay and the guy got unhinged when i returned it because he sold me a broken camera and he saw like i got it sent to the office so racing. exactly right so i get this i get this camera sent to the office um, then open the claim and go, 
bro, the camera doesn't work. Like you've sold me a faulty thing. He sends me like a six page essay dossier on why like I'm the worst person alive and that it does work. And I'm like, factually, I can make you a video and show you it doesn't work. Anyway, eBay side with me, I return it. Dude went mental, rang up HR. This is an external person um, who may or may wow. not be the CEO of the Trinidad and Tobago bobsleigh team. Um, rings up HR. HR obviously get half the story and they don't know. And he's gone like, my dad is, um, he's been in the paddock club with Red Bull. He's like a friend of the brand. And one of your like employees is, you know, committing fraud because he's returned this camera and on HR. Brand. On exactly, brand. exactly. Welcome, welcome. Fraud. Anyway, HR called me up to, to the HR um, office and they're like, they had like an itemized sheet of all of the allegations against me that this guy had written. And, uh, and I'm like, is this a joke? They're like, yeah, obviously, you know, this is quite serious. I'm like, but it's not serious this is my ebay that return anyway um i don't like i went through i showed them all the messages from me because he said really abusive ones and everything else and i was very polite back because i just wanted my money back yeah and uh the guy, it got to the point where he he'd actually written at the bottom of this email uh i'm gonna send you a signed autograph because my guy went to the olympics and came like 30 second out 30 second i think it was so you know he's all-time great at bobsleigh and he then, uh, yeah, I get an email from the like post room, like, oh, just a couple of days later, you've got, you've got some more posts. I'm like, I haven't ordered anything. Go down there. It's like a little jiffy bag. And I'm like, what is this? Like, open it. He'd signed a, like a, a two by whatever it was, sized picture of himself going, you know, next time I hope you choke on it or whatever, and signed it. I was like, what? This is the most craziest thing. And then obviously HR thought I'm like some utter nut job. You has been ordering weird stuff and like I communicate with freaks. Anyway, I put that up as a as a nice little um display on my desk and obviously I'll have people come over and go like, Oh Jake, I didn't know you like Bob Slay. I'm like read it. This dude's a this dude's a I watched cool runnings, bro. <laughs> Did you still have it? Uh, no, I think I put it in the bin on my last day actually. I remember seeing it on your desk as I walked past and then because I've read the story about it or whatever on Twitter mm-hmm. and I was just like fucking yeah, the joys of working in Formula One. Oh. Lunatic. That might have been like the highest high for me at Red Bull, actually. Yeah, that's pretty the, sick, actually. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking dope. That was the most bizarre interaction I've had with a human being, aside from being called Judas by Jesus <laughs> with a beretta on Twitter. <gasps> you're dead. Yeah. You're dead, you traitors. Wild. Well, considering Twitter's usually a cesspit of uh, shit, we do have a couple of uh, pretty interesting questions. Dan, you want to help us out with the what, what do we got? What do we, what do we get from Twitter today? There's a couple good ones in there. Yeah. Uh, so disdain AK asks, uh, how quick did it take to do delivery each year, considering it's minor changes for Red Bull? Control C, Control V, pretty, C- pretty good. Yeah, pretty much. No, yeah. I didn't have anything to do with that. But like realistically, like a lot of the delivery stuff is not. It's it's somebody. How else. much? How much um, interaction? Uh, did you guys have a paint shop? I walked past it. Yeah, uh, oh, I saw okay. the booths downstairs at the bottom. But like those, the, I, don't, I don't want to talk about it too much. But like pretty much the the paint shop and stuff went into it. And like look, look, look at the Red Bull design. That is, it's not like it's a sponsor. It is the brand, and that mm-hmm. image is the brand. So people are like, oh, it's the same livery again. It's like 
it's the it's the same company. Nothing's changed. Who, who is complaining? Like, because even McLaren, um, what was it yesterday, the day before, kind of showed all of their various other cars, you know, in all the other series that they're doing. And one of them, they've even captioned it as like, "This is the most iconic livery of all." Like, name another, name like the most iconic livery of all time. And they've replicated the MP4, you know, the Senna years, the uh, Prost years. Um, They've put that on another car and there's the brand recognition. Like people look at that and they know exactly where that's come from and what it's talking about. Yeah, exactly. And that's the point. It's the exact same premise. Like, why you would you see this it? and you know what it is? And people are like, it's the same thing. It's like, no kidding. It doesn't benefit them you. to change it. Like, yeah, exactly. No, I just exactly. want to shout out the paint shop as well for um, yes. successfully managing to spoil the Aston Martin title sponsorship by leaving the uh, rear wing end plate outside the booth fully painted with Aston Martin written on it and we were like oh okay that deal's gone through then has it okay yeah, but that's, that's one of those things like you hear stuff here's how you find out stuff at Red Bull on mm -hmm. Autosport or you see something branded up outside of the paint shop and obviously you know you don't tell anybody and you don't go online and Dan you didn't tweet anything out before it happened did you uh no, I, no, my my Twitter Funny wasn't about account. yeah no my Twitter wasn't about uh spoiling things. Mine was about starting fights with uh, fans of different teams and getting in yeah, trouble for fine. it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay, fair enough. We're gonna have to go into uh, some of the best HR moments with Dan for an episode. I think maybe that's maybe, a, maybe that's maybe a recurring can... thing. Surely. Yeah, I think we'll have to. But uh, what what that could be my yeah, book. What's next? What do we got next from Twitter for Jake? Uh, is there a ton of oh, well built asks? Is there a ton of focus grouping for stuff, or does corporate let you have freedom over design? <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> do we already answer that kind of? Uh, yeah, I mean, people don't like so. Obviously, Red Bull Racing is owned by Red Bull GBMH, isn't it? I don't know yeah. which way around that is. Yeah, so there's four letters it, in it. <laughs> yeah, and it begins with G, and I can never remember which way around the others are. Uh, yeah. It depends entirely on what the thing is, I would say. Like, if, if we, let's say that we were going to like change delivery or something, um, then that's going to have to go up to sort of Austria, and then the Austrians are going to have to then decide whether or not they're happy with it and if it complies and yada, yada, yada. Um, it just depends. Like, they're not going to come to me, you know, like my toilet door signs. I don't care, but yeah, exactly. something very substantial, you know, whether it's like making another sweaty Puma um, T-shirt, if yep, it's, thank you. you know, anything outward facing or yep. stuff like that, then obviously then it's going to be a case of get them involved and they're going to have to um, sort of approve it or say no. And a lot of the time, as in most places, it's a no. That's not specific to mm. Red Bull. That's, they just you know, quite anal about F1. things. Yeah, yeah, and it just depends on like what the it depends on what the thing is like. Some because like, you could get really like obscure things that people get really really picky about, like I don't know the color of the the sun and balls. But there's like, there's 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 pantones for that. Like it, it is this yeah, color. Yeah, yeah. This color exactly, and there should be there should be like brand be, guidelines being picky about it. Yeah, and and again, that's what I think a lot of people kind of don't realize. Like you do have you know it's like going bowling. And you've got the sort of little barriers up to stop you from going into like the like the gutter, like no gutter balls. Like it's just to kind of keep you in line. But there are rules. Like you can't just start yeah. like throwing that bowling ball into other lanes. Like it's, someone's going to punch you. Someone's going to spark you out. So like <laughs> within reason, within reason, you've got to, you've got to be able to justify why you're making that change. 
Yeah, I remember. Uh, I think it was Deertrick that was got quite the ump with back when it was the Infinity sponsorship because the Infinity Purple was taking too much up of the sideboard. I remember that. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's the type of stuff you would you would hear about, and it would like, or we would come up with like say, um, like a Miami special edition shirt. Like, what what color is it? Well, we're going to make the whole thing pink. Uh, I don't know because now, yeah, no, it's, it's, nah. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's kind of you know like you want to be able to push things, but at the same time, you know someone's gonna kind of go no, mind yeah. your neck in lad. Yeah, exactly. It's like you can't do that. Yeah. Ah, oh, so boring, isn't it? But at the same time, it, there's there's a reason for that. Mm. Mm. I think the next question we've probably already answered, but uh, uh, Xerilia asks, what was the wackiest request you received during your time at RB? Wackiest. I mean, toilet like, door, toilet door signs is probably up there. That's not wacky though. That's kind of like, you know, pretty boring. Dull. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just it's like it's bread and butter work. That's the type of stuff. Um, it'd be like photoshopping people onto other people. Ah, uh, yeah, I've had yeah, that yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah, without incriminating too many people. Yeah, yeah. You know already what I'm talking about. So <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's for the Patreon. That's for the yeah, Patreon. Yeah, exactly. Tier right. free subs only. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. What about uh Steve Nieces asks, what's the best F1 party you went to? Probably the summer one when um Yeah, I saw you. Yeah, that was that pretty was, gnarly. That was, that, was good a pretty, that was a pretty good that was a pretty it good was, one. It was stinking Did you go to that one, Dan? Right. Left, Time to expose myself as a fraud. Go on. I never went to any of the summer parties. I only went to one. That one. Did I, I just wasn't. One? I just. I lived too far away from the factory. I weren't down for it. I, yeah. I, yeah. I did a couple you, of the Christmas parties. The yeah. Listen, I've lived with my children. Why would I want to, in, you know, uh, make anyone else suffer them? Fair enough. I'm sure they're great. Oh, yeah. They're oh, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so, summer party takes. Summer, summer party. party Summit parties are also quite calm. Like it's it's like an afternoon thing. People got their kids. There's bouncy castles, all sorts of crap. It's yeah, Christian part. walking around as well. Don't forget that Christian yeah, and Jerry boss, were just yeah. I got dog. a photo with them. Yeah, oh, yeah. did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of one of the girls in market. She was um she's an intern, so she just had like no fear. <laughs> she go on, get in there. She's just like let's get a photo. And so it was like all right, yeah, let's let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, hi. Right, you're fired. Uh, Jake, I need to see you talk to Christian without his permission. You're fired. Adios, mm, muchachos. Mm, exposed. Exposed. <laughs> what, <laughs> what else we got from Twitter? Oh, I, I like this question. Did you put any like Easter eggs in any of your designs? There's a, there was like the, probably about like half a Mercedes in the last graphic that I did. I fucking knew it. But, <laughs> But if you, I think I did a, I think I did a, a breakdown of it, so it's kind of rare. I think someone yeah. else pointed it out, and I was like, like "I'm not hiding." Like, yeah, it's like literally, yeah. Like, I mean, it's kind I, of what like you have to do it as part of like you know when I when I'm making an edit anyway. Like, you know, might see like a bit of road that's the right perspective, the right kind of I don't know lighting on it or whatever it is, and it's under a Ferrari, so you just get rid of a Ferrari and it's just a bit of road. But in that case, I, I left half the, the Mercedes in and it's just kind of like there. Filler. Yeah. yeah. Sad. Sad. All right, you're exposed. Yeah. I mean, that's I a lot more controlled happen. than me. If I was doing it, I'd be trying to put phallic objects into every fucking single poster. 
they would call me listen you've heard of banksy they would call me wanksy (laughs) (laughs) your um dance photoshop's not half bad sometimes though yeah i think sometimes they're considering i do it from my phone when i'm like sometimes holding a child you know yeah, multi-talented. Yeah, yeah. It's Multi, like no, you know, children are screaming yeah. in the background. Not now. Daddy's got to make a meme. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Before anyone reports me to social yeah, services, exactly. okay? No. Make right, them what, do it instead. What about a? Uh, we got la- what last one? The, nobody, nobody went too far off. Nobody went too far off on these questions. I looked through them. There was one stupid one. I disregarded it. But most of them were. Pretty sane and uh, good questions. What, Laura, Laura Leslie, if one asks, how was the canteen food? And this is kind of a bit of a piss take. I see you, Laura. But how was well, it? I is already it, I don't get the barbecue beans. Yeah, the cinnamon the beans. beans. Yeah. Um, don't get the barbecue beans. Don't get the... Whew, what else was there? The problem, uh, the problem I did find with the food was, like, visually, it looked great. Yeah. But I think taste-wise, it just, like, it was a bit... Yeah, you know what? Like, it, there's you a lot of salt. You Lots weren't of. there for the old canteen, man. That no, was a game. The new canteen was a game Fuck changer. Fucking hell, man! The old canteen. But the old canteen was like I don't know. A couple, a couple of my offices bolted together, and you it's had that. you know five hundred people going in and out of that place. And now they've you know. Was that where you got the tea from? Because I heard all the the sort of tales of market and having to go across the road. No, no the, so the, the, the old canteen, building one. The old canteen is where uh, the IT infrastructure office was. Oh, okay. You know, it was like yeah. that big long corridor sort of office. Yeah. That was split. Oh, if you guys see the powertrains canteen, your your heads would just Is go. it like so much better, is it? Dude, there's sofas in there. Oh my god. All right. Man, that. We used to no, we used to go over there. Like we switched it up. So we would go we would, just before I left, we would go over to powertrains to go for food. Although don't ever get the battered sausage, which you know, you can take that as a euphemism if you want um don't yeah. take the battered sausage the battered sausage was like it would taste amazing but it then would, die it would rip everything out on the way out yeah bit of weight right, loss, bit of weight it's loss. atrocious you go into the toilet two hours Laura. later everything all of the cubicles have been lost all locked yeah, and wow. the toilets came over the cubicles were shit into like the yeah. all you had to do was so much as sneeze next to a toilet and you'd block it yeah oh, or the door sick. would open yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, we're gonna we're gonna get way too way too deep. Yeah, and go sorry. Way, yeah. but I, that's that's usually my job. Dan, yeah, Dan's uh, meatball trauma is coming up next. Last week, Dan was ill and almost missed the podcast because he had some dodgy corner off yeah, meatballs. But I bought some anyway. corner shop meatballs. Never again. We've um, yeah. we're gonna get you involved in a little one of our normal normal segments. Are you 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 here for it, bro? Let's do it. Um, who? Well, let's just do this one. Fraud watch. Fraud watch. Oh, we've got a we've got a new one for later for that. But um, who are you putting? We we I explained to you what fraud watch is. It's you put a team, a driver, an organization, a circuit, uh, your local busher. You put them on the fraud watch for this season so far, Jake. Who are you putting on fraud watch? Have you thought about this? Kind of. Who are you put um, on fraud watch? Do it. Put them on blast. Put them on blast. No, because do it. Do it. It's, it's do not. It. Mm, do, do it. it. Do it. Now. No, no, no. Um, 
I think because uh, fraud is a strong word in in certain respects. No, I mean, like, but this is this is respectfully disrespectful. Respectfully disrespect. I'm kind of debating putting Sergio on it. What? Mm. Oh. Unreal. All right, I gotta go, chat. Right, go on, go on. Oh, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. I don't know. I mean, because as you said, like everything, I mean, I'm, I might just put the season on Fraud Watch because as you said, like it's predictable as hell. Like there's, we're not getting much variance from sort of, there's no surprises necessarily. We've not had kind of been like, what? I mean, I mean like, let me uh, preface that. Aston Martin is the surprise. So yep. I'll give them, I will absolutely give them their due. But I, I don't know. I mean, fraud of the season, or maybe I'd even put Ferrari on there to an extent because I kind of think the drop off has been pretty severe. Massive. Although I did kind of, I, I basically came into this year, my predictions were Red Bull sweep championships, both of them done, yeah. dusted. I did think Ferrari would drop off the pace, swapping out principles. Yeah, because obviously you you've got to allow for time to adjust, understand the workings, the mechanics it's not like of everything. Fix anything that was wrong. Yeah, exactly. And I also just think the way the structure is is kind of in Ferrari. Clearly, it doesn't work. But I, yeah. Ferrari of all the teams are probably the most rigid when it comes to sort of you know changing and adapting to you know twenty twenty three and you know stop talking about I don't know when Schumacher was driving. So actually, yeah, no, I'm. Um, you know, I've, I've flip-flopped from the season to, to Ferrari. Like, I, I think yeah. Ferrari are not punching anywhere near their weight. And given how good their car was at the beginning of last year, and, you know, they've everyone's like, oh, my God. Back. They've gone full back. Yeah, they've just, they've hit reverse. They're in reverse gear now. Mm. I, you know what? Ferrari, have, that's the fourth strike for Ferrari. I think they're on, like, Jake's just giving them their fourth strike. Yeah, I think they were but, uh, already on Fraud Watch, I think, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they were Haven't they been on fraud watch? Yeah, like, yeah. Give years. them a little. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We're back for all of you haters that hated that. Yeah, it's one episode only. One, one use per episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I was warranted. Yeah. I was warranted. But let's go to the next one then. Oh, you think who's a good boy? I am. I'm a good boy. Who is your engine mode good boy this season then? Then you have to give it to Aston Martin, don't you? Yeah. Kind of. Kinda. I think they've just kind of won that on default. Yeah. I mean, the this the sh- surprise factor on that. Yeah, I mean, but like when I worked at Red Bull, it was a, they were almost kind of like the the younger brother that was really trying and really wasn't doing anything. It was kind of like they were just a joke, um, and no one really took them seriously. And fair play, like they yeah. kind of come in and, and it's taken a bit of time and, and now they're sort of reaping the benefits from it. I mean, you see it in sport all the time, you know, successful businessman comes in and you know, maybe he buys a, a football club and absolutely tanks it because just things <laughs> are, if I keep throwing money at it without having the infrastructure, it, it won't work. But, you it know, seems, I think they've pulled it off. But it seems like they were doing that in the past though. Cause you look at last yeah. year, it's like, it's like throwing money at it, infrastructure and doing nothing with it. Then it's like, Oh, Oh, they've hit hard now. Fuck yeah, yeah man. I'll, I'll give yeah. them a, I'll give them yeah. a boy. Uh, <laughs> why don't we, we've got a new, we've got a new segment this week and we, we kind of teased a little bit and the guy that's Michael Kiss, who's done our, uh, all of our sound <laughs> intros has done another absolute banger. Are you guys ready for this one? Yep. You got you it. Or have I got it? I've got I've it. I've got it. Oh, okay. Got go it, on then. 
F1's wackiest rumors, theories, and conspiracies. On this episode of The Fraud Files. There's like, there was like quite a, like that hit me in the soul when he hit fraud files. Yeah, he I was like, fucking put his back into that, I'll tell you. Yeah, he went exactly. off. Go on, Michael. Go on, Michael. The Eat fraud yourself files. up, Michael. Give yourself a little. I've got a question for you, Dan. Fraud files. Mm. Are Ferrari Santander's puppets? Well, maybe this is this is it. This is the new wild conspiracy theory that's uh, currently doing the rounds on the internet. So let me walk you through it, chaps and chapettes. Please do. So, uh, Lapo, I'm probably pronouncing this wrong, Lapo Elkin, brother of Ferrari president John Elkin, had like a, a, a rant on Twitter, right? And it's now deleted. So, in this deleted... I've never, I've never deleted a tweet ever. <clears throat> no, never, no, never. I fucking... <laughs> They're cooking me, bro! Listen, some of us stand by our shit tweets, right? And we just ride it, ride it out and go down with it. Will we ever see you do like an apology, like YouTube video, or like, no, or, or just like the notes app tweet? No, where it's like you know what? Uh, I think I've done one about my actions. I think I did one once, once maybe. Anyway, uh, and it was justified. So I'll get. I, you know, we, oh, we all make mistakes. Um, yeah, we, yeah, no, we do, we do. We, we, but what about what, what about Mr. Elkin? Sorry, what yeah, he, uh, he hasn't made a mistake in his eyes. He's gone full out and said. Uh, Ferrari needs love, seriousness, uh, and winning team in the pits and outside. It's time to wake up enough with politics and games like this. We will never win. Um, So, yeah, that was pretty wild. And then someone made a comment about Santander. Oh, no, sorry. The picture he posted up with this was um, with him standing in, like, Ferrari's version of the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. In the red suit. Yeah, Yeah, so all the cars in the background... And he's highlighted every single Santander logo on all of the cars in the background. It's just like, all right, why, why has he highlighted the Santander logo on all the cars? So uh, hey, someone asked him and he went, Santander for me, terrible bank. <laughs> and then that, this, that was it. This was enough, right? This was enough. And then um, someone replied to him, saying the truth is that in the eyes of us fans, the presidency is absent. I have never read a press release, a letter or something from the president or other delegates. Ferrari need passionate people like you and many other people like you. Uh, And he just replied, I know, unfortunately. So this is him like talking about his own fucking brother, who's the president of Ferrari. And uh, so this kicked off. Is he, is he, is he putting his brother on blast? Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I thought that he was like, he was like, all right, big brother, let's get this. No, but he's, he's literally, no, he's like, Ferrari's leadership is absent. You know, what the fuck are they doing? They're never gonna win. It's so, like Michael's story behavior. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So it's not that far off, is it? Yeah. I don't know if there's bad blood between them or what. Um, Oh, he's just really passionate about banking. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he loves them <laughs> fucking spreadsheets. Uh, but what, uh, what else? It's gone. But this has fueled the idea, right? The idea was already been floating about like years ago that Santander apparently were exerting major influence behind the scenes back in 2009 to get Kimi out of Ferrari and Alonso in, and now the insinuation is that. 
they're messing around with Ferrari again in the background for science's benefit. So hence why they're on that. the hence why they're on the um downward spiral. But like is that in like all the I don't know, has Leclerc like been unlucky or you know what are they what are they presumed well, to be meddling with like what, what's the there's a, there is actually quite a well-researched article and well-sourced which is the first for us like fucking referencing it i haven't had the chance to read it all though because that's how in-depth it is which goes through the kimmy like his last year at ferrari and right um Alonso years and things like that so forgive me I can't really talk about it because I haven't read it all yet but it is actually like I say it's well researched well sourced so I'll give them credit for that Um, maybe I'll stick it in the show notes and for homework people can go read it and uh, send some book reports in for the fraud files and let me know what they think but ooh that'll be good yeah that that seems to be the hot topic at the moment that's 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 weird that's weird but like would it surprise you? Uh, what? Ferrari getting pushed around by a sponsor? I think it would. Yeah. Ferrari don't... They seem to... To me, the perception I get is they would be the pushers, not the pushies. Mm-hmm. That yeah, makes it's, sense? It's like, it's, can you guys do better or, or no more money? Yeah. But like, simple. Simple. Like, I, I don't... I don't I, I, how can... Like, Ferrari in and of itself has so much momentum and energy... In history, we'll just get another fucking sponsor. Screw you guys. It's kind of the mentality. Like, like, put it, go back to their car launch. You know, all the other teams are gassing up. Oh, our new sponsor, this and that. And Ferrari, like, nope, we're we're fucking Ferrari. Here's the new car, and we're gonna drive it on the track today. Boom. No mention of a single yeah. sponsor. Yeah, it's just no. like that's it. Because I think I, with with Ferrari, they're like, we're the prize. You're not the prize. Yeah, exactly. To to like from a commercial point of view, like they don't care. Like I I. Um, when I was doing stuff for the sports agency, I was doing stuff for Ferrari as well. And they were like, the reason I'm not a Ferrari fan is because of the dealings I had with them. But they'd be like, <laughs> no, no, the the Ferrari logo, move it one pixel to the right. And you'd send it for like approval. And they were like, no, move it one pixel back left. And then you would just keep sending them the same file. You wouldn't change anything. And they'd go, oh, magnificent. And, and, and you go, yeah, no worries, no worries. So, mm-hmm. like, Cheers, I, lads. It's like exactly. So I think I the, don't think that's the way. The red okay. is one panatone digit off or something, you know. It's like, oh. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though it's it's actually exactly the right yeah. thing, and they yeah. asked me like two hours ago to use a different one. So yeah, yeah. Uh, that that color is uh, white. It's six Fs. Mm. It's correct. It's the correct color. You jokers. Why don't we? Uh, I think that's what we got for the episode. Where Jake? Where can people find you on the internet? If they on want the to, if they yeah, want exactly. It. Give, you're not going to drop your postcode. Don't don't dox yourself here. No, um, JP one underscore design is, I think, most of my handles. Um, yeah, uh, I. Someone asked me if I have grinder. No, I don't. Unfortunately, it's, it turns out it's not Yet. great for kind of shilling your graphic design work. <laughs> yeah, people exactly. Don't, people don't really care. Yeah. So, um, but hey, if you're listening and you're on it, pick yourself up. Exactly. There, you there we go. go. There yeah, we go. It's like, you know, it's like, would you like to see some graphic design? It's like, no, I'd like to see something else. Like, I'm not yeah. sharing those. For you, you, I give no. you. 
all my grinder homies. All those Photoshop requests for grinder are always about making things bigger, not smaller. Yeah, true. Right. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's just repetition. So I'm not really interested. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, you, you know, you can you can find me pretty easily. You know, JP One Design, Google that. I tend to come up somewhere somehow. Awesome. Um, yeah. Join join the movement, I guess, or you know, maybe I, some point I'll write my memoirs and you can. Yeah, and if, if anybody's those. if anybody's got any questions um, for Jake about you know the job or the industry, what I will do is if you leave a comment on the YouTube um, after this episode goes live on YouTube, I will make sure to forward some of those to Jake and see if he's got a couple moments to answer them. Um, a lot of them will probably be quite similar, so I'll I'll go through them and uh, give him an assortment of a handful of them at max, so we don't we've already taken up enough of his sweet time on this beautiful Sunday evening. It is now 9 p.m. near the UK time. Um, GMT. Yeah. No, BST, bro. Oh, shoot. Yeah. BST. B- no. BST. BST. God, it's summertime. But Jake. Calling it soccer, BST. not getting the right time zone. Fuck's yeah, sake. Does any other country change the name of their time zone for daylight savings uh, time? Hmm. Don't know. Listen, I, I will not have you. I'm not going to have you slander our feudal calendar system for crop rotation. All right, I'm it's not having I it. Even went, I went to Greenwich at the weekend just to make peace with the you know Greenwich Meridian time as well. I stood on the line. I had a. It's great. I suggest you do that too. <laughs> I might do. I might do. Um, I don't leave the do. house. Uh, I don't either. I haven't left my house. Like it's been super weird. I went for a walk yesterday. I touched grass. It was mm. bizarre. I just see it. Like. I just sit at home wearing these really hot swampy shirts in my, in my spare room, yelling at teenagers on the internet. Get out of here. You're mid. Um, so here's <laughs> what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Next week, I'm taking a trip home back to Texas. I'm going to I'm gonna go through probably, I might do a stream where I go through all the macro beers. We're going to get some Coors Light, some Miller Light, some Pabst Blue Ribbon, Miller Genuine Draft, Miller High Life. Uh, Bud Heavy, and we're gonna go through all the macro beers on stream and uh, see how long it takes me to get banned, and uh, do some tasting notes because I, I I enjoy crap American beer as much as I like expensive. Coors Light, man. Coors, Coors Light. Light. I had some Coors Heavy the other day, and uh, honestly, little Euro Truck Simulator and a Coors. You got the hat on for it right now as well. I tell you That's, what, brother. Yeah, yeah. Tell you what, brother. Huge. Um. So I might do some of that back at home, Dan. Uh, you do any streaming this week? Maybe. You know me. I don't like to reveal my schedule because uh, yeah, I don't have one. fucking Sorry. struggle to keep one. So uh, hey, well, I think maybe I so, will, maybe I won't. If anybody missed it, uh, we did a stream, Dan and I did a stream earlier this week, or last week, where we played F122 career mode. It was fucking catastrophic. We were race three and we took Red Bull over the cost cap with crash damage and chassis and front wings alone. Uh, we're going we're gonna to have another revised version of that and mm. uh, i think we might hit it pretty hard when f123 comes out which yep. is in the next month or two yeah ea but, uh, if you're listening give us some money come on come bring us out we'll uh we'll show you guys what's up yeah but uh we are would, just stop doing all these professional fucking e-sports races no one gives a shit about that what they want to see is two middle-aged frauds. men who have given up on life badly play f1 2023 all right I, I was at the F-122 launch. I, I got yeah, knocked you out were, immediately. I was going to say, you were shit mid. then, you're shit now. Oh, <laughs> exactly, exactly. But anyway, um, we're going to take, um, we'll do a preview episode for Baku, but it'll probably be Tuesday or Wednesday next week. 
because I'm flying back on Tuesday. So we'll do a little preview episode next week. It will not be on the usual slot. Uh, we'll get back to you. If you've got questions for Jake, drop them on the YouTube comments. If you haven't liked or subscribed or given us a five-star rating, uh, please do not rating bomb us. That's not nice. Uh, yeah, don't do that. That's not good. But anyway, um, thank you guys for listening. And um, uh, don't buy meat from Tesco, your local butcher. We got me local butchers. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.